Radio. A super good evening to you wherever you're tuned in from. This is Ryoba and welcome to my podcast Sins and Coffee. So, you're probably wondering, okay, what is this girl on? What is going on here? Well, on my last episode, we talked about the end of the road where I was telling my listeners that, listen, when we started this podcast, we wanted to have raw and unedited, unscripted conversations about how society and culture looks like right now. And I feel like to make it a little bit memorable because I am turning 25 in a few months, I wanted to use my greatest skill, which is storytelling, to have those raw and unedited and unscripted conversations. So first of all, happy new month. Well, eight days late, but happy new month because this is when I am beginning my month. Like literally, this is when I'm beginning my month. And um, I hope we're going to have an amazing October. We're going to have an amazing November. We're going to have an amazing December. Now, I want to ask you a question for our first conversation. And my question is, a lot of times we want to, you know, give this picture of, yeah, I know what I bring to the table. This lady can tell me nothing. I know what I bring to the table. This man has crossed the line. But have you ever taken time and evaluated what you really bring to the table? So... A lot of people like asking me, like, Ryoba, why aren't you in a relationship? I remember a few months ago, a friend of mine was like, hey, Ryoba, the non-committer. <laughs> Yo, it's because of character, character development. That is why. But not the kind of character development you're thinking about. So I evaluated a relationship of mine. And in that moment of, I know what I bring to the table, I realized the greatest thing I was bringing to that table is peanut butter. (laughs) It's not funny because this is one of the lowest points of my life where I realized, girl, stop talking too much because you have nothing to talk about. You're not bringing anything to the table. Just shh, shh, and think about your life. So today we want to discuss my experience with peanut butter and... This is not all about relationships, but we want to understand what we are bringing to the table. I felt this conversation is extremely important, especially for me, considering I am turning a year older in a few months. And considering also this is a point in life where I'm totally shaking off the childhood in me and getting into real, mature, deep adulthood. And it needs a lot of thinking and a lot of understanding of where you're going to as a person. So today we want to discuss about what we are bringing to the table in our careers, in our relationships, in our social lives, in our financial lives, etc. But before we go there, as usual, listen, you've got to sit back and wait for that peanut butter story. But before we do that, this is Africa and Africa is our business. Now, recently in Kenya... Um, I don't even want to focus on the client 1317.3 because I haven't read the whole article in the Pandora Papers and I don't want to comment on something that I'm not well informed about. But I want to confront something that I find to be extremely annoying. I don't understand how the media will glorify people owning offshore accounts. And yet at the same time, these are the people that are selling off our country slowly by slowly to neo-colonizers. I think it's just plain wrong. But just for today, I'm going to step away from that conversation. But I'm going to ask the media, like, genuinely, what is your role in playing the unbiased cop in this whole scenario? 
but that's not my focus today. My focus today is on an instance that hits across all levels from the first day when I initiated my podcast. I think there are so many times I've talked about police brutality and honestly, I'm not going to get tired of talking about police brutality until I see it reach a point where we can say police brutality has been curbed. So today, today when I'm recording this podcast, a human rights activist from Kenya called Boniface Mwangi was shaving at a barber shop and then these guys come in, yeah, they're un, they are not identified, they're unidentified, and then they come in with a GSU officer. So for those who are listening from outside in Kenya, GSU is a general service unit officer, okay? So they want to arrest people. They claim they come from the Kenya Revenue Authority and they've come to collect taxes, okay? First red flag, they refuse to identify themselves because it's like, if you guys are really from these government parastatal then it's a requirement that you first identify yourself okay so there's a whole confrontation here and these people refuse to identify themselves then one of these let me not use bad language one of these people calls downstairs and is like tell somebody with an id to come and suddenly people come and then other officers come and they try to stop him from recording that incident okay and then they end up beating him up, beating up a citizen who was actually exercising his constitutional rights. I don't know what's going on, but listen, if you're a man who's in the force and you follow orders, even those orders that don't make sense without question, then you're a fool. There's no easier way to say it. There's no easier way to present it than admitting that that is a foolish behavior that shouldn't be happening. One thing we need to understand is that there is nobody who likes being recorded when they're on the wrong, when they're misbehaving, when whatever they're doing would be considered bad manners in society. They don't like being recorded. But as a public servant, or rather to, for us to hold public servants and the police accountable because the government won't do its job, then sometimes it's necessary to make sure you record what's going on. Because that's the only thing that's going to save you when the same system that's meant to protect you is going to prosecute you. That recording is what will have saved your life. And if Boniface Mwangi had not recorded what's going on today, then definitely he, this would have just been another story that was swept under the rug. So listen, the police have no right to tell you not to record, but you've got to do it carefully. And listen, Kenyans, I think it's high time we just get mad about some of these things because you can't tell me people who are not identified, who came to a building claiming to be KRA suddenly turned out to be NMS. That's the Nairobi Metropolitan Service, I think. Yeah. So are these people working together to harass Kenyans or what exactly is going on? And it's high time people start answering and people start becoming accountable. And when such foolish instances occur in our premises, we need to act. Okay. Maybe people are not courageous enough to have this or rather to, 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 to stand in the face of or rather in the wrath of these people wrath wrath because yes that speaks to them more maybe people are not confident enough to step up and say you know what this was wrong but sometimes we need to ask follow-up questions so that was what was happening in kenya today and what i wanted to point out from that specific scenario is that you have every right 
to record some of these things, especially when a law enforcement officer is concerned and is doing their job. But just make sure you stay safe. Some people may be angry, but the reason why they can't follow up on such conversations is because at the end of the day, the system may not protect them. But we need to hold these people accountable. So guys, you, please, can we hold our hands together so that we end police brutality? Whew. Let me tell you, it feels super fine to let that out of my chest because I was super mad today. I was just typing on my Twitter, delete, type, delete, type, delete. But now it's all out. I feel fresh. And we want to talk about what you're bringing to the table. You always need to ask yourself, what are you bringing to the table? So have you ever asked yourself, what am I bringing to the table? And you know, this is a very good juncture to get defensive and put in the line of, yeah, it's none of your business, but I still have to ask, what do you bring to the table? So my first conversation counting to my birthday has to be about a little bit of self-awareness and decision making for you and for me also as an individual. It's an important conversation that one must have with themselves. The whole aspect of independence versus dependence versus interdependence is extremely important. You need to make sure that it's black and white and clear to you. But before that, let me give you a brief story of what's brought me to this point where we are having this conversation. So once upon a time, I came across this guy, yeah? And you know I like calling any man who comes on my show for for anonymity purposes, I'm going to give him a specimen, yeah? So let's call him Specimen D, yeah, Specimen D. So D for damn, D for it's about to go down, like downhill very fast. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> hey, hmm. so Specimen D was one of those people who you meet and you get a culture shock, you know? It's that point where you think you've tasted the fine side of life, but then you meet people who show you that, Madam, you, you relax, calm down, sit down, because you don't know anything yet. You meet people living your dream. You meet people living the American dream. I don't think the American dream applies here. But anyway, you get people living your dream. So... This is somebody who lives in corridors where neighbors don't make eye contact because nobody wants to talk to each other. The parking spaces are oozing of German machines and fuel guzzlers. Oh my goodness, our dream cars. Oh. Hey. And let's not forget the dining bills that always left me hysterical because whew, that was my rent. Going in a sitting, this is the good life I mean. That's the kind of culture shock I'm talking about at this point. Anyway, let me focus on the essence of this conversation so that we can move very fast. So often as individuals, we form gray lines among the factors. Hold on to that story where we were. We, we, we form gray lines amongst three factors, okay? Independence, dependence, and interdependence. And we overshadow all the three factors with overdependence. So back to specimen D. We, we often spent a lot of time together, you know, and him being a big spender meant that all I had to do was sit around, look pretty, get all the princess treatment I could because, you know, he was propping me up for the real trophy housewife scenario, but thank Jesus we proceeded from there. So 
while all these details are crucial, it's also important for me at this point to point out that despite the fine treatment, he spared time to ask me over and over, like, what do you want with your life? Like, what was going to put a meal on my table the next time when he wasn't available? But at this point, I think there were two things that were occurring, yeah? Number one, I had either gotten too comfortable in my new normal to care about my future, or I just didn't know how to express what I wanted. I honestly don't know which is which. But when I reflect back to these days, yeah, the so, so good days, I realized I made a choice to get comfortable. I stopped hunting and letting myself, and I reached a point where I let myself become the prey, which was very problematic. You know, I was fattening myself for slaughter, and slaughter did come. So this one point, we had an argument. I remember, um, I don't even want to go into that argument. It's it's very relevant at this point, but we had an argument. And it was one of our many arguments that made me reach a point where I realized, you know what, this isn't working. And it's not that it's not working because we are arguing too much, but because uh, I don't even want to make it seem like he had expectations of who I was before who I transformed into when I tested a little bit of the other side of life. No, I think I just realized it wasn't working because of who I was becoming as a person. So when he said, you know what, this isn't working out this time around, my alpha side woke up because naturally I like to believe And I portray myself very often and I know deep down I'm an alpha female. So my alpha side woke up and I was like, bro, 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 relax. You know what? I bring so much to this table and I don't think I should sit here and let anyone talk to me as they please. Hmm. So I told myself, you know, girl, pick up your bag. You haven't even been here five minutes, so pick up your bag and get going. You have your house, you have your brains, he'll be sorry, blah, blah, blah. You know, Maze, we like gaslighting ourselves so much sometimes that we forget what reality really is. And this is where reality really dwelled on me, like it just like a cold shower shoe. So, after telling myself that I need to pick myself up and move, I asked myself in my brain, so, so younger, yeah, what are we picking? What are we picking exactly? And in that moment of reflection, I remember I had recently come back from Uganda. And when I came back, I had a kilo of raw natural peanut butter. And um, because on this particular day, he just picked me up from town. I was like, yeah, you know what? I love my peanut butter and bread, so I can move with it. And that is all I had with me. Literally, that is everything i had with me that is all i had brought to the table after my my super super speech of you know you brought so much to this table i realized the so much was peanut butter and everything else was (laughs) at the expense of somebody else which is not a problem but anyway the peanut butter was my wake-up call because i had focused so much on our success as a pair without realizing that we were entirely different people. At the end of the day, he was his own person. I was my own person. He was forging his own path. And this other buffoon, who is myself, was forgetting she had a career plan. She had an academic plan. She had an, you know, everything. I don't even know what you say at this point. 
but I had just momentarily forgotten what my path was. The peanut butter wake-up call helped me to realize the need to be aware and to evaluate my contribution above anything else before parading the I bring so much to the table conversation. Honestly, you need to sit down and evaluate what you bring to the table. Evaluate your career aspirations, evaluate your academic qualifications and where you want them to be, evaluate who you are and what you want, evaluate what you like, evaluate what you love and do much so much and do do, do so much with yourself that when you come on board with a partner, you come on board to complement each other and not to be a tick. And I had to be that harsh with myself. So basically, why is this conversation about peanut butter important? As men and women who are, you know, transitioning from one season to another, we often reach a point in life where because of what the society looks like, of course, as a society, we're going to meet other people. We're going to blend in other societies. I take a practical example of my story with Fidelis on adulting is a scam campus edition. We are going to meet people who belong to different social classes. And somehow we may end up, you know, Queen Guiana now. Uh, what's the English word of Queen Guiana now? I wanted to say entering each other, but I felt like that was so wrong. Anyway, we may end up blending. And as we blend, we need to realize where we are coming from and where we are going to. Because just like how life is, one thing that is assured is that sometimes we may experience change. Yes, change is inevitable. But even as change occurs, we shouldn't lose who we are. We shouldn't lose what our path should be because we've gotten to certain points where we are comfortable with the new normal. That normal doesn't always stay forever. So to that first question that I ask as to why people ask me sometimes why I don't commit, it's because I realized that bringing peanut butter to the table is not gonna do so much for me. I can bring my brains to the table where you have the capital and I have the brains and ideas and I tell you, you know what, this is what I'm thinking of doing and probably you can finance it and out of it we grow a very amazing Silicon Valley worthy idea. I think the peanut butter conversation was really important because it helped me to realize that you never have a reason to sell your, like, to sell your dreams short. You do not have to sell yourself short to fit into a certain space that is comfortable for you. No, you need to be uncomfortable. If you think you're a diamond, you need to be finessed, you need to be taken through that fire, you need to experience that heat so that you produce the best version of yourself. And I think the peanut butter conversation was extremely important for this generation because a lot of us are taking the easy way out. A lot of people who never purpose to take the easy way out are taking the easy way out and there's nothing wrong with taking the easy way out. But the consequential implications of taking the easy way out sometimes supersede the, 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 the short-term pain that you would have felt so that you realize a more than just peanut butter worthy version of your life. So a lot of people are thinking like, you know what? 
it's very hard for me to make it. Of course, it's very hard. The government has made it very hard for us to achieve. We have people chasing us left, right, and center. We have the police constantly asking for bribes. We have kanjus on this side. We have, I don't know how many licenses that you need to have before you can run a business. Of course, the world has become very hard. And it's unfortunate that it's normalized. But I think that that should not necessarily mean that you should get comfortable in any situation that presents itself. Additionally, why I think this conversation was important was because even as you get into that conversation, or rather into that situation, instead of getting comfortable, you can do something that will change your life. You see, like when Specimen D was constantly asking me, what do you need to do with your life? He always had an offer to the table like, yeah, what do you want to do? Have you written it down? What are the projections of what it looks like? If you have such an opportunity, take full advantage of it. What I'm telling you is that your life is meant to be so much greater than what you have decided. You know, there's this snowball version that you may have of what your life should be. And it's very easy to achieve. But there's the bigger, how would I call it? There's the bigger, bigger mountain that you can achieve if you just start digging slowly by slowly. If there are people in your life that want to take you to that level where you are your automatic best, you know what? Go with them, move with them, but just don't be too comfortable that all you bring to the table is peanut butter. <sighs> I hope. This has been an amazing conversation for somebody out there. I hope that somebody will rethink their life strategy or their decisions in the near future. And I hope that when you're getting into that relationship, when you're getting into that job, when you're getting into that social cycle, you're not the dependent person. Let it be an independent and interdependent relationship because then it becomes more beneficial for you. When you're dependent, remember, all you're doing is withdrawing from other people and you're not depositing anything. And when that bank that they have for you wears out, trust you me, they're going to get gone, all of them. But when you're either interdependent and independent, you realize that, one, you call the shots at some point, and two, you have a worthy seat on the table, and you want to have a worthy seat on the table. You do not want to be the errand boy. You do not want to be the person who even your life partner looks down on. No, you want to be the person that people will ask for you to chip in your ideas People will be proud to invite you to spaces and people will look at you and say, you know what? There goes my role model. Okay, nobody deserves to be anybody's role model, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There goes my role model. There goes somebody whose life story can touch lives. And there goes somebody with a genuine life story of a transition of her life from the beginning to the end. So I don't know, pick your poison. Do you want to be a dependent person? Do you want to have an interdependent relationship? Do you want to have an independent relationship? For me at the moment, I'm going to pick independent and interdependent at any point. If it comes for us to settle, I promise you this time around, it's not going to be with peanut butter alone. I hope you had an amazing time listening in through to this conversation to the end. Remember, be responsible. Hold the police accountable hold yourself accountable fast happy weekend cheers and bye